This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. It's time to tell our Podmeets World listeners that if you're currently tuning in via headphones, it's time you take audio seriously and join the JLab family. JLab offers incredible sound for all of life's moments. It's tech done better. Consumers deserve better than the same old tech they've been stuck with. Instead of high price tags, everyone should have access to new innovations and products they actually want. So JLab thought, hey, why not do something about it? What are you waiting for? Get out there and join the JLab family. JLab.com. JLab. Your kind of tech. Jensen has said to me, that fan is in my top five favorite purchases of anything I've ever purchased in my life. Wow. It is a remarkable fan and it's very quiet. So I highly recommend that both of you, and it will keep you cool. I will send you a link. This is so funny. Alex and I had a huge thing about a fan on our road trip. So she got Instagram scammed. Like, you know how like Instagram oh, sent, you know, you, and yeah. I've totally been scammed. I, I, I could talk about that. We all but, have. Yes. Yes. But she was like, I was like, did you spend like $140 on fans? She's like, yeah, I got two of these fans. They were like 75 bucks each. I'm like, what do you, what do you, what are you why Wait, did what? you buy a fan? She's like, trust me, they're amazing. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing. Like you can buy a fan for $10. Why did you buy a 70, you know? These are these are the most remarkable fans I've ever seen in my life. They they're like battery charged. They they fold down into a little circle, and then they can become a floor fan. They can become oh, a nice. small fan. They oscillate. You, they have a remote control. They they hold a charge for like forty eight hours, so you can have them on. It was and it saved our life in the in the van when we. Why were Why have you not like, already thought about putting one of these fans in your in scalding your office. hot office? And now I'm going to need you to send me the link because I need to get one for mine too. Yeah, they're amazing. I guess I guess they. I, I I don't know. I didn't even think about that. I was just like, it's going to be too hot. I'll just have to record. But I guess it's just a regular fan, I and mean, it's hundred and four like it is today. Is that going to make a difference? The funny, like, so Danielle, Danielle yeah. and I, we both walked down from I forget what hotel it was, and Jensen looked pretty well rested, and Danielle and I looked like we hadn't slept all night mm. and we looked at each other and she it was like uh, did you sleep she's like no she's like did uh, i sleep like no 
And she's like, why? I said, well, there was a vent. She's like, right over the bed that was pointing right at your face while we were trying to sleep. And so we're, you're like under the covers trying to block the air. It was horrifying. It was yeah. awful. And, it and was yet awful. the option of, do, of sleeping like that or sleeping with it hot, well, there's no doubt I'm choosing freezing cold air blasting on my face. On my but face. But it, it did not help. It was literally the air conditioning vent was maybe... At five, five and a half, yeah, five feet, maybe five, five and a half feet, like up on the wall, and then just directly at in front face. of the bed, angled yep. right down right at, your, at face. your face the whole time. So we do, Sue and I do not only the air conditioning at sixty-five at night, but also a fan. Yeah, that's what we because do because we need the air. It can't. It can't just moving. be cold. It has to be moving. It has to be circulating. Right. So we have the the cold and the fan going. You also <laughs> require a fan to be standing at the edge of the bed, applauding. Yeah, well, that too, exactly. right? Just constantly a fan. And when he like, says a fan, you mean an actual, an actual a person who loves applauding. him. I love that. They, and they, just halfway through the night, as I roll over, they just they whisper like, "That was the funniest rollover I've ever so seen." So good. You're, That's you're the, doing great. You are great. God, have you lost weight in the middle of the night? Yeah. All right. Great. So, can we go back to being Instagram scam for a second? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, for whatever reason. Uh, they have nailed me, of course, because the algorithm has figured us all out. And mm-hmm. I get advertised movie props constantly, like like oh, reenacting oh, yeah. movie the props. Jurassic Park one. No, I I wanted to buy the Jurassic, the Jurassic oh, Park one. Is the one that, I thought you bought. No, that I one. bought the Indiana Jones one, but, yes. but it was already being marketed to me like crazy. Yeah, I got the the Indiana Jones Grail Diary, which is like this video and it shows this guy who like handmade it and like, and I was like, Oh my God, I need this because I actually dressed as, as Dr. Jones, the, um, the, his father for Halloween last year as like an in joke with, because my kid's name is Indy. So I was like, uh, and when I was walking around as this old man, everybody kept just thinking I was dressed as an old man. Like nobody got that I was who I was. And I was talking to a friend. He's like, well, you needed the grail diary. So I saw this ad and I bought it. And of course, like what I get is like a magazine. Like it's the cheapest. It's a complete scam. And if I'd read the comments, because, you know, Instagram users actually comment on those scams. They say like, don't buy this. That's total bull. And I was like, oh, I should have read the comments. But anyway, yeah, I get movie props. Do you guys, what what targeted ads? I know, Will, you're a lurker now. You don't actually use social media. But what ads do do you get? I do still get ads. I get uh, video. So I bought the one thing I did buy from Instagram, which I thought was a scam because it took like, 38 weeks to get to me (laughs) was the small um, video game console that holds a hundred thousand of your classic games that you so I bought that for like the hundred and nine bucks and by like the eighth week I just emailed them and I said is this a scam I was like you can just tell me at this point like you've won you can can keep the money money honestly yeah yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've let it go at this point I just want to know if I should still be excited about my games (laughs) exactly and then finally they're like no 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 it's real and it showed up I did exactly what Sue said I was going to do. I played it for half an hour and then I've never played it again. Yep, never touched it. You played like the three games that you remember. I played Street Fighter 2. There you Mm -hmm. go. um, And couldn't even get the guy to Hayuken. Can you do the Contra code? Did you ever play Contra? Up, 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 down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. Yeah. (laughs) Select start, right? (laughs) Well, select start is for two players. But the, uh, yeah, that's it. So yeah, no, I, I'm, what I want is my old Nintendo 64 to work. That's what right. I want. And I just found, I, we cleaned out a big portion of our home and I found all this stuff, but I doubt it'll work, but that's what I want. I don't, these console things are like, it's just like old school. No, it's not at all. No, like, I, I miss blowing the, on the, the game and it's not working and me yelling at the screen and all that kind of stuff. I once bought a pair of shoes on Instagram and I've bought, I mean, let's be honest. I shop. I like to shop. <laughs> do you I, have to move your shoulders like that? When you do, that's the shopping shoulders. <laughs> I like it's the it's the same dance I do oh, there's for nothing food. Nothing I get more than shopping. I, oh me too. God. It's awful. 
Oh, that's why. I'd act, well, you know what? I think my shopping habit has become such that now I even enjoy shopping in person. There's a whole, <sighs> I'm, I'm becoming a new person. Let me say this. I'm transforming. I don't fun? know. Are you fun? Are you fun? I'm having fun? fun. And I'm doing things. Are you resisting a sweet sleep of death? Are you? <laughs> Listen, I'm, I've, I'm constantly resisting it. I'm not asking for it. I'm just saying, truthfully, I awesome. think we could argue that I might be the happiest person ever because even the idea of death just sounds nice. I'll be wow. happy. I'm happy alive. I'll be happy dead. I will be happy. But I didn't used to like to shop at all outside of my house. Mm -hmm. I was like a real, let's just stay home. And I do, you know, I use Instacart. I use Amazon. I use the Nordstrom app. I shop at Anthropology online. Like I shop online. Um, And anything I have to go out and get, I don't want to do. But recently I wanted a lip liner. I was like, I don't wear lipstick, but I've been doing my makeup for our live shows that we've been doing. And I was like, I need some sort of lip color. I want it to be a lip liner. And randomly, I thought, I'm just going to go to the mall. I'm going to go to Sephora. Our mall? Yeah, our mall. Nice. Go to Hot yeah. Dog on a Stick. Well, Panda Maybe Express. Maybe Panda Express. Panda yeah. Express. <laughs> so actually, Ryder, it's funny you say that. We were in a movie and we were watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem and Keaton can only watch for about, he watches all the previews and then he watches the first 30 minutes of a movie and then he's like, done, done. He literally announces to everybody, done, (laughs) done. And I go, okay, all right, let's go. So I get him up and we walked the mall and I was like, while I have this moment, I'm just going to pop into Sephora. Let me tell you, even with a two-year-old who, you know doesn't understand what shopping is and so therefore is making my life miserable while running around trying to rip everything off the counter, sticking his finger in the makeup samples. I thoroughly enjoyed picking out a lip liner. It was wonderful. But anyway, going back to Instagram. You know, first of all, you just just described me shopping with Sue, by the way. (laughs) I'm making her life miserable. I'm sticking my finger in the samples. (laughs) Like I'm like, I don't want a beer. Done. Done. When are we eating? I'm done with this movie. You literally just described me with Sue. So she just doesn't take me shopping anymore. It's the worst. Yeah. Oh, I love thinking of you as another little two-year-old. It's true. Um, But the one thing I say I definitely got scammed with was Instagram shoes. I ordered a pair of shoes and they they also took 38 weeks to arrive. And I thought, I'm just never going to see these. Then they arrived and they were beautiful. And I was like, wow, worth the wait. Wore them once. Thankfully, they lasted the length of my event and on the drive home, stepping into the car, the snaps, uh, the snaps, the straps just snapped and ripped off, broken. And I immediately threw them in the trash. (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. All right. I waited 38 (laughs) weeks for a one wear pair of shoes. And now I feel very wasteful. But speaking of shoes, very quickly, I thought you'd be impressed with this, Danielle. So Susan took it upon herself for my birthday this year. And they just happened to be next to me to buy me my first ever pair of dunks. Ooh. Wow. So she got me the green ones Those and I nice. had to, I don't know if he told you, but I Those had to beautiful. text producer Jensen Carp, husband of this podcast, to ask how to tie them properly. Oh, If yeah. I was just supposed to tie them, if I was supposed to slip them on. And he sent me a YouTube video about how I was supposed to do it. So. Uh, yeah, I need. I actually need help with lacing, lacing too. There is an art to lacing and my feet are pretty small. And um, so I have to like, if I, if I can't, most of my laces, I have to tie in a bow because if I let them dangle, I step on them. Yeah, but there is like, to tie them. 
I know there's there's also there's an art to lacing. I recently did a um, a video about my shoes because I love shoes. And sure. uh, and one of the very sweet comments in there was, all right, now let's teach my good sis how to lace. And there I was like, you know, I don't have to, I don't have that much time. I'm really no. just grabbing a pair of shoes, sliding them on my feet and running out the door. That's but what Jensen at the end of the day kind of said. He's like, just tie them and go. Just like, tie OK, em. that's probably yeah, the best. Just tie them. But those yeah. are great. Ryder, you are not super into tennis shoes. You're a boot guy. But yep. you did recently comment on a pair of my dunks. Remember the shoes I was wearing on tour once where you recently mm-hmm. said, I like those. Those were dunks. I like most of your shoes. I'm, I'm always impressed. We should go all go shopping uh, together at the mall. I think that'd oh, be a ton of fun. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll bring Keaton. <laughs> you won't need to i'll be there that's right <laughs> we have our two-year-old the pod meets world two-year-old exactly <laughs> welcome to pod meets world i'm danielle fischel i'm Ryder strong and i'm will Frido. we talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us absolutely without jen fischel what pictures would we post on our social media But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code world. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear. So fresh. Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. 
Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Hey, everybody, we are going on the road and we want you to join us for Pod Meets World Live. Will, Ryder, and myself are taking the show to over a dozen cities in 2023, and we have stories, games, and a costume contest where your outfit can win you a legit 90s shooting script signed by us. Let's start with Philadelphia, where we just announced three guests that will be joining us on September 30th at the Met. In the city the Matthews family called home, we will be joined by Tony Quinn, Trina McGee, and Matthew Lawrence. Talk about a trio of unforgettable guest stars. There are tickets still available, Philly, so go to podmeetsworldshow.com now. Also, we are in Orlando this Sunday at the Hard Rock Live with just a handful of tickets left, and let's break down where else you can see us soon. Cleveland, Toronto, Pittsburgh, Washington, D.C., New York, Boston, Los Angeles, Chicago, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Durham. Woo! You can go to podmeetsworldshow.com right now for more info and to claim yourself a ticket to the coolest party since the exits played John Adams High. When Sarah Markowitz first came up with the idea for Pod Meets World, we knew one thing that we wanted to do on the show was shine a spotlight on some of the crew members and production jobs that helped Boy Meets World become the show it was, but rarely get kudos. Week in and week out, we may have gotten most of the attention, but we were just the script reading cogs in a much larger and smarter machine. There were dozens and dozens of hardworking and lovely professionals who did most of the work, and we knew that if we could introduce you to really any of them in between our episode recaps, well, we could finally give them the credit they deserve. And this week, we're honored to do just that. Sound mixer Tamara Johnson has just under, get ready for this, 350 credits to her name. Jeez. It is a resume that includes work on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Married with Children, Who's the Boss, Sister Sister, The Nanny, The Parkers, Everybody Loves Raymond, Zoe 101, and Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, and also, every single episode of Boy Meets World, and then later, Girl Meets World. Jeez. Now, there are really only a handful of people who worked on every episode of both shows. We're looking at you, Jeff Minnell. And Tamara is part of that exclusive club. And she was an Emmy nominee for Outstanding Sound Mixing for a variety series, music series, or special for David Copperfield's 1995 show, Unexplained Forces. Maybe she can explain David Blaine's plane trick for us. (laughs) (laughs) So today, we get to ask her many questions about her extensive time on the show, including 
what is a sound mixer? <laughs> Let's welcome, with what I can only guess will be impeccable sound, the prolific <laughs> Tamara Johnson. There I am. Cheers! Hey! Nice to see you again. Nice to see you again. Wow. And you're in a professional booth. Oh, you're, you're in, in my booth. in my studio place. at home. Yeah. That's where you're I am. You're in my happy place, right in a booth. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Love it. Love it. That is so cool. Yes. I Fortunately, I have this so I can do projects during the strike, which is good. That, <laughs> yeah, yes, right. that does help. Yeah. So, so this is so exciting to be with all of you. It really is. We are so excited to have you. And you are truthfully our first guest with the type of resume where we could say that you have worked on like the entire history of television. Not really, but OK. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to ask you this mm -hmm. and you have to answer very quickly without thinking it over. What was your favorite show you ever worked on? <laughs> I'm going to say Boy Meets World. No, yeah. no, you don't have to say that. But really? <laughs> I don't have to. But there's so many elements of the show besides the show that just made it a wonderful experience. All the writers, Michael, the cast, the, the stories, the scripts. It's just it was a wonderful, wonderful show. Wow. I love that, to hear that. I know. That's <laughs> so cool. Anytime somebody says that, I'm always like, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was. Well, you were there for the whole time, right? For the so, whole time. Pilot, first amazing. pilot, first show pilot, all the way through the end. Jeez. And then all the way through the end of Girl, which was very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're yeah, the only one, meaning none of us were on all the Boy Meets World episodes and all the Girl Meets World episodes. So mm -hmm. the only one of the, the four of us here who's done them all was yeah. you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Now... We know many of our listeners and most of our hosts probably uh, <laughs> don't really know exactly what goes into sound mixing and re-recording. So let's start with that. What is it exactly? What is the process? Well, when when they shoot the show, then the editor, picture editor, gets all the all the takes, everything puts together the show and includes the sound that goes with each one of those takes mm -hmm. then i get that and my editors dialogue editor will go through and clean everything up sound effects editor goes in and adds all the sounds that we need i get the music from the composer and then i mix all those elements including a laugh track the laugh mm. guy comes in and there is a laugh guy believe it or not yeah. he comes in and laughs and that's how we that's how we do the show. And then Michael and and everybody would come in and we play it back and he gives notes and then they leave. Hold Wait, on a minute. We gotta go back to this laugh guy. What? There's what? A There's a guy? laugh guy? <laughs> there is a laugh guy. Believe it so, or not. Okay. Okay. Wait, so yeah, please, actually Danielle. they pay they pay a guy to laugh. And does he come in and do different laughs? Well, he has a machine that has laughs. Oh, okay. Not, okay. not he himself. Okay. I <laughs> thought there was a guy okay. just sitting in front Me of a microphone too. going like, <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought they asked him to do sixty different laughs. No, he has way more than has way more than sixty laughs. He has libraries from many different stages, very many different shows. Because you know, like Boy Meets World would have a younger sounding audience, you know, older audiences, African American audiences, you know, just all sorts of different choices. So yeah, I know that's a whole that's a whole thing into itself. And then probably combinations of that. So we need young. African American, we need yes. older. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. And Michael would often say, "Oh, I want to hear, I want to hear a woman laugh there." You Whoa, know, so right, yes, or like different oohs, like this ooh, should be a sexy ooh. Yes. this should be a playful. So ooh. did they add some of the audience? Woo! 
no, actually, Michael isn't too fond of the woos. If it was real and they really, you really earned it, then yes, but he oh. wouldn't necessarily add to it. But this is my favorite laugh note of all time. Okay. Do you have a sad laugh? <laughs> A sad laugh. Yeah, was that from Michael? Did no, they? it was from another show, but it was like, uh, no, I don't. Oh, wow. There was what's the, the one laugh. asked for that never happened was the sad and, laugh. And here's I don't an, know. I think, I, Will, could you do a sad laugh? Let's hear I you was do just going to say, laugh. Will could do it. Come on, Will well, could. A sad laugh would be like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Pretty, pretty darn good. The yeah. trailing off is what gives it away where you yes, know exactly. oh, I'm actually bummed about this. <laughs> and the other best laugh note, second best, was... Uh, it was a, uh, the scene was in sort of mi- middle ages, medieval, and they said the laugh didn't match the wardrobe. <laughs> oh my God. Hand to God. Hand to God. <laughs> we so, need that laugh to sound like it's behind more tin. Oh, yes. Geez. We can some more yes. Yes. It's kind of a cottony laugh. We need a linen laugh. This is old school. This is. Laugh doesn't match the. It's, we want a bubonic plaguey. It doesn't sound like that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like they're dying. Enough. It needs that English, that British. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah. I think the British laugh in the 1300s just halfway through became a cough. <laughs> so I think you're fine with that. That would so. be perfect. <laughs> oh, going back to this laugh guy. Does, oh, where, do, where do we think he gathered the laughs? Did he have to travel the world and no, like no, record no. people laughing? Where did they get them? No, all the sh- all the shows that have a live audience, uh, if they want their own library, then they give him all right. the shows and then he goes through. It's a very painful process. You go through. I've done this. I've built libraries and it's just, oh, you just have it's to. like adding tags. All- yeah. You know, like yeah. you have a great start, but then, you know, not a good ending or somebody talks in the middle or there's something. So, right. you know, out of probably a thousand takes of laughs, I will maybe be able to get a hundred, maybe. Wow. It's very, very, very yeah, tedious, but it has to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, we do that. We do that with voiceover too. We do oof and ug libraries where it's just okay. small, small impacts, large impacts, medium impacts, getting hit in the leg, getting hit in the shoulder, and you just build your own personal library the whole time, so they just have it for a show. Yeah, it's great. So that yeah. not every episode you're having to go ooh, ugh, right, right, all the fight scenes. right. Right. That's nuts. A laugh person. Oh man. So how did you first get into sound mixing? And this is a this is an honest question. Do you have better hearing than us? I think I have different hearing than you do. Okay. Mm. You know, I I will pick up like, oh, there's a problem here. I hear this, I hear that. So I wouldn't say I necessarily have better hearing. It's just my ears more trained to listen to stuff. Right. And the way I got into it uh is my parents bought me a little reel-to-reel tape recorder when I was 10 years old for Christmas. And I just started recording, you know, dinner, you know, talk at dinner. I'd hold the speaker up to the, the the microphone up to the speaker and record a show. Then I'd take scissors and scotch tape and I'd edit it. Wow. And you were I just editing loved your it. own stuff yeah, as well, a just kid? Little quarter, little quarter inch stuff, just re- really, really, really primitive. But that's how, that's what, how I got into it. I just love sound. I always have. Yeah. And originally I wanted to be in music, you know, and then yeah. I, then I realized I needed to make money so that I would switch to <laughs> post. Right. You <laughs> decided, is, yeah, being an, yeah. being an artist is not the way to make a living. No, no that's what <laughs> I do. That's what I do in my studio. My studio gives me the creative. Exactly. Flow, but not the monetary flow. And then right. I have my, my union job that, you know, 
pays the bills and, you know, but I have like four hours to do an episode. So I don't have the time to like here at home. I could spend an hour listening to for the right gunshot. You know, I did that just mm. Sunday, actually. So wow. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, okay. I'll take that one. Can't do that wow. when you're under, you know, got four hours to do your job. So, so where were you physically? Like, did you move with us from studio to studio or? No, I, I you were- usually work at a studio. So we right. started boy at, um, what was the name of that place? It was Compact Video, and then it became 4MC. Oh, okay. And then I moved to another facility, and they uh, that just everyone just followed over, and they just usually come wherever wherever the person, like a colorist, let's say, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody, you know, post people that kind of set up home in one place, right. and then clients follow you to that. So that's what happened. And I've actually done, I've actually done an episode of girl in this studio because I had in 2015 I had back surgery and I couldn't drive and I couldn't get the there's the place where we mixed was in Burbank so the uh, Brenda Teague which I'm sure you all yes, remember her of course. Brenda came to to my studio and so did uh the laugh guy and then we shipped off the mix so Michael and everybody could hear it but that's only one time that happened so how uh, much were you on set if ever never Wow. Never on set. I don't think never I ever, set. ever came. You did? You never came to like a, a tape night or any of that kind I of stuff? I don't believe I did. I don't believe I ever did. Your most favorite show ever? And you didn't <laughs> come to a tape <laughs> She said favorite show to work on. We don't need to clarify that. <laughs> I just called you Eric. And that's the point I'm going to make here <laughs> is that when you're in post, I don't know you as Danielle and Will and Ryan. I don't right. know you. I right. know you as Topanga and Eric. You know, and it's yeah. like, uh, in a way, I don't want to break the fourth wall. Sure. Right. You know, okay. Um, I, I like one time, Will, you came in in the Burbank studio to loop a line. And it was after you had, you had, you had a beard and you'd been gone for a while and you came back with this large book that you'd written, you finished your ma- manifesto. Yeah, and you take a pod, I mean, a cane, and go, oh, like that. Right. The squirrels, and right? he like, opened it up. One page had something written on it, and then you go, dun, 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 I'm done. Well, all of us in post just grabbed onto that. So whenever we'd be working, I'd go, dun, 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 I'm done. So oh you, came, you came into the studio, and like three of us said it to you, and you looked at us like, we, huh? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and we're laughing our heads like, oh, God, Eric's coming in. Oh, this is so fun. Oh, okay, we'll do this. And yeah, so that's why... And you had no idea that it had become a catchphrase, Will. No. <laughs> no. no. What? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And so, was and that from so, Boy or Girl? No, that was from Boy. That was okay, like the well. last season of Boy, maybe? Yeah, I think yeah. Plays with Squirrels was the last season of, of right. Boy Meets World. So, oh my God, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, and, but the look on your face was like, who are these people and what are they doing? It's like, I'm sure you didn't even remember. No, yeah. also One out line. of context, done, 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 I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so oh here's gosh. a question. If you don't like to break the fourth wall with your actors, with all the shows you've done, are there characters, other than actors, are there characters that are better at sound than others? I, I don't know how else uh, to say it. No, I wouldn't say that, but there are there are and I'm not going to name names, but there are some actors that are very, very, very good at ADR. Uh, I can say the positive ones. Uh, Gary Coleman from. Mm. Awesome. One of my, one of my idols of all time from different strokes, different strokes. Yep. He would come in, I'd play the line for him and he'd 
do it one take out. Oh, just that's so cool amazing. And then I have had other actors who I don't care. I've made a mistake. No, you can't fix it. That's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah. That's what it is. And it is a real art to be able to do. It is ADR. ADR, ADR and voiceover oh. is a whole different game. It just yes. an absolutely different game, and you have to be able to dissect yourself from it and listen to the line as a separate person and try to mimic it back. It's a whole different thing, right? And you have to hear the line before and the line after so that right. you blend into yep. it, right? And then the mic has to be in the right place. So some ADR can be perfect, and if I get ADR that someone else has shot. Not so much most of the time. Can you tell us what ADR stands for, just for all our dear listeners out there? I believe it stands for Automatic Dialogue Replacement. And it's also referred to as looping. And how that came into being was way back in the day before Pro Tools or anything like that. They would take the line on film. They would take the line that you have to say, and then they would loop it over and over and over for the actor to listen to and then okay i got it then they go into record record it and that's how they would do that so that's how it was known as looping yeah and but adr it's they're interchangeable you know the I terms thought it was are additional dialogue recording could be that too. it could be that too okay. i don't know really well it's also interesting like um uh, the way they have to so if you have to replace the line they have to put the beeps uh, yep. uh, and then they also do visuals because it right. depends on who the the actor. Like sometimes actors need it to be visual. The, you watch the lines cross the yep. screen right. at the moment when you're supposed to start the line. Right. Yeah. And then other people are audio, and you need the beeps to know when to start. And then you have to like yeah. watch your lips sometimes. Oh it is God. such yeah. a weird art form. I love I it. realize oh, I love that it I am so much. Compu- I'm a complete audio person, so I need to like basically if I hear it. I can repeat it exactly the way I did it. But if I try and watch and match, I get all screwed up and I get out of my head. But if I'm like, if I'm just close my eyes, listen to it, I can repeat a line exactly the way I said it. Yeah. You'll, there's times like for the, the visual people out there, it literally looks like Luke Skywalker is making the run to blow up the death star. And he's looking at his screen and those two lines are coming. And (laughs) then when it hits the middle, he's got to hit the button for the photon torpedoes. And everyone just went, they're not photon torpedoes, but um, (laughs) that's what it is. And, And what makes it even more difficult, is when you're doing ADR and you have to ADR a project that, for instance, has already been animated. So we'll do things where it's like, it's a, you know, when I did Howl's Moving Castle, there, the lip flaps are already done for the Japanese animation. So mm. you have to go in and try to fit the English dialogue into Japanese mouth flaps. They'll clean it up somewhat, but they're not going to go reanimate the entire film. Please don't ever say mouth flaps again. Yeah. I, it, don't ever, pl- don't ever say flaps. lip flaps or mouth. You've got to put don't it ever in the say mouth lip flaps, flaps again. Danielle. You've got to no, no. put it in the mouth no, flaps. No, I never want to hear it again. Uh, I'm sorry. Just, On the beep, put it in the mouth no, flaps, Danielle. No, Will, That's just the way it is. Please, I beg of you. I never want to hear it again. You said it, you said it twice. You changed the lip flaps, which is the worst, to it's mouth what it's flaps. Called. Which is, it's what it's called. It's what it's called. It's the mouth I'm flaps. Literally, I'm literally shivering every time it's said. Are it's you? Just, How about yeah. if I just keep saying moist? Moist mouth moist flaps. Moist mouth flaps? Moist, moist mouth flaps? No. That's okay. I'm one of the only people in the world who doesn't get bothered by moist. But yeah, boy. I guess you are. Yeah. Ooh, mouth the other. I'm getting Danielle a shirt that just says mouth flaps. No, it's Thank lip flaps is the worst. Lip, oh, number lip one. Christmas is taking care. Yeah. <laughs> Merch. Merch. I have, I have an, another question for you because a lot of people, I think, when they go on like the Universal tour or one of these kind of things, one of the things they will learn about is Foley. Uh-huh. And so, mm. can you explain to us a little bit what Foley is and how that's different than what you do? Well, actually, uh, or if I, you do that I will as well, get, I w- it depends on the show and the show's budget. Um, like a single camera show will always have a Foley 
fully department lock it and, and do it. Um, something like for boy, you know, multicams don't really have that kind of budget. Right. Uh, so if we needed something that wasn't footsteps, then that's something I just do on the stage. And I do my own Foley here in my studio, except footsteps. They are the worst. They are so hard to, to get those really? right. Oh, yeah. Because you ha- it has to be match the environment it's in. Right. So with, with, as a matter of fact, I have a library of Boy and Girl Meets World footsteps that I've pulled from all the episodes that because it's on a soundstage, I can, those will blend in on an interior shot really well. I use them all the time, but exterior footsteps is a whole nother story. That's just my nightmare. But anyway, um, so, but what Foley is, um, I'm trying to see the best way to say this. Sometimes it's faster to Foley something. So you're recreating a sound in sync with the picture. Mm-hmm. And if there's a lot of, uh, like, like for instance, I just finished a show that had, somebody had a pistol and they were moving it around a lot. Mm-hmm. So rather than get my pistol sound effects out and say, oh, this one goes here, blah, blah, I just foley it. I just got a right. p- pistol from a, a prop shop, came home and just, I just emulated the, the action. And right. it was like 10 minutes versus probably an hour and a half. Oh my so, goodness. You know, and then there's also another, another point of foley, which kind of goes into matching lips a little bit is international distribution mm. so every show every show that disney puts out goes out into the world in those languages so that's a whole again that's oh, a whole so nother world oh Man. my god is it ever it's more work to do a foreign mix than it is to do a domestic one because if you're sitting here talking and and you hear this while i'm talking well we're going to replace that voice but now we have to also match Oh my god. All gosh. the sounds at every time. And then also when people are moving and in English in a regular one, it's like Danielle, if you move back in your chair, we wouldn't expect to hear that. But if it's completely being rebuilt and you move back, it's like you miss the sound that there I should hear a little creak or something there. Right. right. You, notice. you know. And yeah. And and then the worst part of all is once you're finished with it, then it goes to QC quality control and they are just like have microscopes trying to find mistakes and it's just I I would rather get a root canal than do (laughs) M&E seriously without Novocaine I was, oh, wow. That's yeah, I, have a I have a friend who's in quality control. He's one of my, cl- and he's been in it for, at this point, like 15 years. And it's, you know, he's a musician, uh, uh-huh. um, you know, so I think he has one of those ears too. Like, but yeah, it seems like a nightmare. I mean, and when, I, when he first started, he would just always be at home watching DVDs in like three languages. Like he would have to watch a movie in every language with different subtitles just to be quality control. Oh my like, God. That was, now he runs the company, but he started just being a watcher. Like that was his job. I'm like, oh wow. my God, he'd have to watch Die Hard like 14 times you know 14 different languages with the different wow. stuff it's like oh my god oh, um, but yeah. I, I think oh. the most fun part about foley is when things sound better with different objects so you're not just recreating but like you know like i know you know it's like punch sounds will be like hitting a, a wet piece of paper or like a, <laughs> yeah um, you know like a, a bullet going into somebody would be like a watermelon squishing you know like all these weird right. sounds that they have to recreate well, that's the famous online, one right find is the, videos that are amazing the famous one is the is the psycho shower scene where he's stabbing the water it's he's stabbing a watermelon over and over which gives yeah, the sound, sound of sound yeah. i mean it's just yeah. like so oh. creepy yeah. but yeah that's the that's the famous like bones one. breaking like, like well that's go, the, you know they, that's because they did it with an extra first but then the extra died so that they got the watermelon 
Hill and finished it. It's <laughs> few people, few only few people know that story. That's right. That's it's, right. It's, wow. We've talked about the perils of being a background actor. Sometimes yes. you have yes. to die for the craft. AI is only one thing to be concerned about. There, <laughs> this is true. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. So you you mentioned Will coming in for ADR. Did we have to do a lot of ADR on Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World? Um, no. Uh, and boy, the year that you went to 
Disney World, mm-hmm. you and Ben had a scene out in front of a big water fountain. How could I forget it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we so we looped that whole thing and you came in, you both came in for that. Yeah. But my favorite, actually my favorite Boy Meets World story is for the pilot, we needed Ben to, to loop something. And so he came in and I got him set up in his chair and put his headphones on him. And he was just like wide eyed. Oh my God, this is so cool. Can I go get my mom? Uh, sure, go get your mom. It was the cutest thing ever. And like, oh, that's awesome. you know, he will, he will always be that little, I don't know how old he was then, 10 maybe? 12. 10 or 11. Yeah. 11, yeah. 11 or 12. He will yeah. always in my mind be that little awestruck boy that he was doing Aww. this, you know? Oh so my sweet. God. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. It was very cute. Oh, I love that. So how many sound techs or engineers are usually working on a TV show at once? And then how many shows are you usually working on at once? Like, are you working, you know, how many well, at, different at shows? At once, you mean like on a weekly schedule? Yes, yeah. on a weekly yeah. schedule. Yeah. Um, it really varies. I've had uh, years that I've had 14 series. Wow. So oh, I'd either wow. do like three a day and then two on the weekends or, you know, that unfortunately I haven't had that in a long time. Oh, but you know, money is only good for so much. And then you go, you know what? I will pay you to let me not do this. Right. right. My quality yeah. of life has a price tag. Yeah. Exactly. As a matter of fact, during pilot season, I usually have a hundred dollar bill that I put hide away. And then if it's like, okay, it's four in the morning, here's a hundred dollars. I want to go. Oh. And wow. it doesn't work. I, I still have the same hundred dollars, but yeah. Oh. Um, so as far as as you know, again, it depends on the type of budget. show. So a multi budget, a multi camera show will have a dialogue editor. And oftentimes, that editor also does the effects, but sometimes it's split up depending on how involved it is. Then, so that's two, and then there's the music composer and music editor. Uh, usually, they are not the same person. Okay, so the, so music, the music editor goes through and, and you know, the composer will say, I want this cue here, this cue here, this cue here. And then he'll, he or she will make it fit. Then there's myself and the supervising editor, who is usually the dialogue or music uh, effects editor. He sits with in the room with me, the laugh guy. And then there's a tech that our Pro Tools tech who's in another room. But if I have any kind of problems or anything, he's there to figure it out real quick. Um, so that's so about many. eight. About yeah. eight people. Yeah. So were you working with Ray Colcord? Yeah. Yeah. So you worked Rest directly with Ray, who, who did yeah. our music for all of Boy oh, and yeah. Girl yeah. too, right? Uh, yes, until he got Until he passed. Yeah, yeah. We, we lost Ray, but he was a great guy. An amazing talent. What wonderful person it was. Mm-hmm. And I, could, I couldn't go to the funeral because I was working. I was so sad. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and I stay in touch with his wife. She moved to New York, but we're we're friends. Oh, but that was nice. that was yeah. And you know, one of the fun things is when Ray and Michael would get into a fight. Oh, <laughs> which would be <laughs> really? I always thought they got along perfectly. Oh, but no, I, but Michael's a composer. Michael has considers himself a composer, a musician. Well. Oh my and, yeah. a musician, and, and and they would, you know, well, Ray would feel strongly it needs to be this, and he would argue, and he Michael mm. would stand up, and blah blah blah, and I would just get in my chair and I just. Just like, okay, let me know when you're ready. Um, Who would usually win those fights? Michael. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> of course, you. Well, I guess you're giving me and I went baba baba baba. Yeah, he he yeah. would get obsessed yeah. with the musicality meanwhile, even yeah. in line readings. Yeah. I can imagine him going. Oh. Meanwhile, you something. have a literal music 
genius with Ray Colcord, and you're yes. going to argue about yep. how you and Ray think was it should so be so flexible. He could do anything. Like anything. I remember, just like we would be, we would, we, we he would like throw like something would be in the script. Like we need a jazz number, and he would have it within like a day. Yeah, and yeah. it would be the oh, best yeah. jazz song you've ever heard. Or we yeah. need a hip hop song. We need a dance. And it was just like he would just effortlessly produce it. Yes, one the one episode we did of. Um, the first episode I directed of Girl Meets World was the um, 1960 <gasps> oh, great. or whatever. Oh, yeah. oh yes, that and was a he, great. He episode. came to the table read, and Sabrina just sang a song like like a jazzy um, acapella. Mm-hmm. She just sang a song, and he wrote down what notes she was singing, and then composed a song based on what she sang. Wow! And he just heard her. He's like, "Oh yeah, she's got perfect pitch," and she sang this note, this note, and this note. So I wrote. He wrote a song based on her performance oh, wow. at the table read, yeah. a spontaneous performance. It was amazing. Yeah. Wow. So cool. Yeah. He also would come to the set to teach us if we ever had to do anything even slightly mm-hmm. musical. Mm-hmm. You know, ben, when Ben was directing with the with the foam finger, he right. took the time to come down to the set and he taught Ben with a baton. No, you want to do this. You want to do that. I mean, it was, yeah, he was a great guy. Great Comple- guy. And com- just completely involved. Yes. And, and, so, and, and when they would, would have their disagreements uh it was both of them it was for the best of the show it's just yeah. sure. ray thought sure. this and michael thought this and uh i remember there was once really i might have been for the uh, the first or the pilot of girl where my uh supervisor she and i both just like ducked down and she just looked at me and she went because she had never worked with michael before and i said oh it's not, it'll be okay just don't worry <laughs> They don't hate yeah. each other. It's just they're just trying to work this yeah. out. But it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is funny. I will say that because you think like you hear those stories that Michael and Ray would fight and probably regularly. Mm-hmm. And then you think, well, I wonder why Michael, who has entire power to fire Ray and say, I'm not going to have you on the show. I will say that Michael really respects men who will fight back yes. with him. Yeah. Because he did know that Ray fighting with him was because Ray really was Care. fighting for what he thought was best for the show. Yeah. Right. And Michael did respect that. Even sure. if he disagreed with what he, he liked the fact that somebody was willing to stand up to him and yeah. say, yeah. no, you're wrong. And here's why. And here's what's better. And he yeah. likes that. He likes that because it yeah. means you're passionate and he, exactly. he wants that. He yeah. also respected talent. Mm-hmm. I yes. think anybody who met Ray knew that Ray was just, just phenomenal right at what he did. Michael spoke so highly of him, like yeah. the most yeah. talented, the most incredible, just yeah. the absolute yeah. best. Um, right. So speaking of Michael, how did you get hired on Boy Meets World? Um, the first show I did with Michael was uh, Almost Home, I think. Okay. It was yeah. like, okay. This, uh, like a follow-up to the Torkelsons, mm-hmm. yeah. right. I believe. Right before Boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just before Boy. And then, I don't, yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. think that only went one maybe two seasons one. and then I think it went one yeah so then uh we did boy and it just you know we all just clicked it was um it was just that's what I, said. I just looked forward to those mixes so much because and michael is without a doubt the best joke teller of anybody in the world there's nobody <laughs> that can He's tell funny. jokes like he can. as a matter of fact i yeah. i have rec- done voice memos recording him doing a Aww. joke uh, I still That's have great. one. I still have one about the parrot, uh, just because it, it's just you just you just marvel at his ability to just take a yeah. s- very simple story and 
just turn it into yes this, you know and the people yeah. that know michael like jack is the laugh guy jack and i will jack and i tell jokes a lot and then we both michael tells that better and we still do that <laughs> and I was like, so no, no, no. he michael was he tells that amazing story he really was yeah. an amazing joke teller he could build a joke on a joke oh, yeah. he drew a call back in the middle of a joke i mean yes. he really is an exceptionally I remember one funny time man we were on set and somebody brought up a stand-up comedian to michael they were like do you know this stand-up and he's like i know them all I watched them all. Oh, wow. And he was, and the person was like, well, do you know this bit? And Michael was able to remember exactly which comedian the guy was talking about, which bit. I was like, wow, he studies this. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. He watches every stand-up comedian, knows every single story. It was, yeah. Yeah. Was so yeah. Well, when you think about it, like it requires more to be a comedian than this, but the very, the base of it is you have to be able to tell a good story. And yes. then on top of that, you have to be, there are other skills you need, but like, yeah. if you can't tell a good story, you're not going to be a good comedian. It's true. Um, right. And the and funny First people are usually musical. I mean, you've got, there's a musicality to joke telling, and Mike, he always said Mike that he, had that. That comedians are musicians. Yeah. Yeah. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. Exactly. But he would always point to like the fact that Woody Allen plays jazz. Um, you know, like people are like they they actually are usually musicians first or drummers. Yeah. I mean, Steve Martin, comedians. everybody, yeah. all these kind of people. But it's also the the best ones are the ones that like I always go to. Um, uh, uh, Chandler on Friends to Matthew Perry and one of the mm. reasons he was so funny is that sitcom you can always get into the same rhythm it can be very much da dun 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 da 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 set up joke us and the reason he was so good is that you never knew where he was going to go it was like jazz it was like mm. he'd play completely off beat and it was like whoa that came out of nowhere and that was one of the things where you find some of these men and women that can kill it where it's just you think they're going one place with the joke and it goes right. somewhere completely different yeah. right um, which yeah Michael definitely has so yeah. uh, Whenever he'd start up, you know, because every week he'd come in with a new joke. And whenever he'd start, start up, I'd go, okay, where is this going? Where is this yeah, going? Yeah, I'm going to try to and guess. And I was never right. Yeah. <laughs> I never yep. got so guessed funny. it, you know? Yep. So while you were working on Boy and you saw it go through so many changes over the years, did you think this show was going to be a hit? Boy Meets World? Yeah. Uh, initially, well, because it was in the TGIF lineup, mm -hmm. I thought that it would be it would be popular. I didn't. I didn't foresee it going seven seasons. No. Right. You know, and, and I'm so glad it did because it just went the whole, you know, the whole run from very young to college and getting married and all of that. And then girl, I thought girl was just brilliant. And, you know, all the, oh, there was a lot of location shots in uh, girl because they were in New York and I go to New York frequently. So I would say, I know where that fountain is. I'm going to get that fountain. <laughs> I go and I'd record the fountain because I always put my gear with me. I'd record the fountain or all wow, the all the subway so cool. stuff, all the subway sounds, like especially in that first episode of the girl. Uh, that's all from my library, and it's just like that means so much to me. It doesn't. I don't charge anybody for that. It just for me, it's like that's not how that right. train sounds. This is how it sounds, and you know, like I get very, I get very picky with like phone rings, like. I don't know if you guys remember what a princess phone looks like. Of course, of yeah. course. They yeah. have a very distinct ring, completely yeah. different than like a regular desk phone. My wife and had one and still talks about it. Yeah. Talks about so a princess phone. Yep. If I see, if there's a princess phone and my editor puts in a regular phone ring, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, not here. And I'll send him a princess phone ring, put that in. You know, you got to So do you, do you think you hear the world more than you see the world? I think so. Yeah, I think so. So interesting. That's so cool. I would yeah. never, I would never think that's not what that fountain sounds like. 
I, I would to me oh, the sound of a fountain is fountains. a fountain. Yeah, fountains okay, but you were, you yeah, yeah, went yeah. to New York and recorded the right yeah, fountain. I, <laughs> I was in New York. I I know where that is. I'm going to record it and we're going to put it in. You know, and then wow. three people in the world know about this. But there, that there we are. So wow. it's just my little quirk. My little quirk. What another thing. Another thing that used to really bug me to death, which you don't have anymore, is payphones. Yeah. Because when when you ha- when you were done talking and you put down the receiver, the coins that you would put in would then go through into the right. little holder. I remember that. Yes, remember that you'd sound? hear the clink clink. Well, you watch old movies and you will never hear that. Mm. Oh. And so I was working at a studio called Metromedia back in the day. Uh, that's now that was torn down and now it's a high school. And there was a payphone up about two floors up from where the sound where I was working. So that was way before having phones that you could record. Unless you had a Nagra, there's no way you could remotely record anything. So my assistant and I found a really long mic cable and we ran it all the way up to that, up to where that payphone was. And we recorded that and then we had it. And it's like, okay, now we're going to do that. Because I can't stand that. Unbelievable. Another thing to listen for, anything like back in, uh, anything that was mixed at Universal back in the 60s and 70s, they always had the same phone ring. Like in the opening title of uh, The Rockford Files, the phone rings and then it's this answering machine that answers. This is James Rock, Jim Rockford, leave a message, I'll get back to you. That phone ring is in. Every, everything. every, everything that, you know, any TV thing from Universal, I'd, I'd hear the phone. Oh, I bet this is Universal. Oh, yeah, it is. Amazing. So it's like the oh Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm oh, scream, I was yes, going to say, right? Yes. Which my son recognized. He called it out one day. We really? were watching. Yes. He was like, dad, have you ever noticed that whenever people fall in a movie, they sound exactly <laughs> the same? I was like, and we watched like it was in Indiana Jones. I was like, you mean this one? I was like, that's the Wilhelm scream. I was like, you oh my totally God. called it, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. It's in, it's in all Actually, it's in twice in two, the two towers, the Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's in every, oh, yeah. Like um, everything. And we yeah, have, you have to put and, it in a, as and like a And we try. You know, I have one producer who's like, got to find a place for the Wilhelm scream. Got to find yeah. a place, you know. And so it's just. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. Yeah, like it's a tribute, like writer said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so so cool. I think I'm going to know the answer to this, but I have to ask it. Are you even able to watch TV or movies without just focusing on the sound and its small issues? Well, you know, if it's engaging Yes. Okay. But like, I remember the first time seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark at the Chinese. I was so enthralled with the sound that I kept going in and out of the story. And I'll be like, well, where are we? How do we get here? Because I was listening to, because that, that, the sound in that movie is amazing. And, uh, I had to go back and see it the next day. Okay, now I want to see what really happens because I couldn't pay attention. You couldn't focus. <laughs> no. And if something, if it's not appropriate, the sound isn't appropriate or if the, ADR really stands out. That'll p- totally pull me out of a it does me too. situation. Totally. Go, Whoa, what was that? Or if something's out of sync, like over, over the shoulder shots. So, you know, the camera's behind me and I'm talking here and you can see my mouth moving. Well, if that's not in sync with what you hear. Okay. Yes. Crazy. crazy. I do the same crazy. thing. And you can too, when you can tell that a line has been looped, when it just doesn't match and it's like, okay, they just do that. That's ADR. They grab that from another take. That drives me nuts. Or put I a different it. person said it. That's not even the same person. It sounds horrible. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's, oh man. It's not the, if you want to have some fun, go back. If you want to just, well, for you, it wouldn't be fun. It'd be infuriating. The, some of the old eighties cartoons, 
Oh, really? Like Transformers mask. There were times where just they would, the lip flaps wouldn't be moving. No. Uh, at all lip, and the no, dialogue you want lip would come flaps. out you, you want do. lip flaps not uh, mouth flaps lip flaps lip flaps she, lo- she loves it you can tell by her face um, <laughs> or just another actor would be speaking and they'd go we don't have time to reanimate it so right, just keep just, it as the wrong actor in the wrong character it's so, so amazing it's like they didn't even try at this point it's, it's wow. great wow yeah I've been really honing in on uh, Foley lately uh, I'm working on a spoof uh, a spoof for uh it's just Batman fires the Justice League. <gasps> and it's like, if you guys ever go to college humor, look up uh, Batman Joker interrogation. Look that up. And it's those actors. I think I've and that, seen it. That director, the, that, those writers, that was like 10 years ago that we did that. Yeah. Now he's he's got this thing. So we have six, four to six minute bits that are oh. here. Batman. Oh my God. It is so funny. But anyway, yeah, it's a Christian Bale Batman, right? It's a guy who's no, always no, no. talking about well, yes, oh, no, it's, it. Is, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but they do a yeah. spoof on, on the Robert Pattinson one. So okay. he's the Batman versus Batman. So we have uh, Aquaman, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, the Batman, um, Superman and the Joker. Who's Anyway, so I had never Real. seen any of the mo- any of those movies because I just don't have time to. Also, my head. I'm into Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, and a little bit of Game of Thrones, and I just don't have any fantasy more room. Fantasy fan, you're a fantasy I fan. I don't have any more room in my head to yes. know stuff. You know, Just superhero stuff. I mean, right? yeah, we can talk Silmarillion all you want, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> yes. what Captain America is. So, so I thought if I'm going to be t- if I'm going to be doing this, you know, because. They have, you know, the lasso of truth for Wonder Woman. They have yeah. like every every character has their own little thing, and we can't steal that sound. But they want to come as close as possible. So I okay. Well, so I'm watching uh, Justice League. I just I got zoned into the foley in that movie. I was just like, holy, oh my god! I mean, these are features, so they can spend a day trying to get a sound. I mean, it's not like you got two hours to do this movie. It's not like that. It's they can just feature foley is incredible yeah and i'll just you know every now and then i'll just get hooked into one thing and then everything i watch i'm do i'm watching that playing attention to right. that so that's just the life of my world oh, that's so, so cool. what advice would you give to someone wanting to get into this career especially if they're just learning about it right now from this podcast episode well, the first thing is somebody who wants to get, I'd say, choose another path <laughs> because <laughs> there are hundreds of thousands of people that know Pro Tools. You know, it's not unique now like it once was. Yeah. Um, so then once it's, it's so much of it is luck and being, getting into the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I first started, uh, all of the Norman Lear shows were shot at Metromedia where I recorded the phone hanging up. And I came in as an overnight person to help the people in, in post-production sound. Uh, so I worked on all, you know, all in the family, the Jeffersons, oh. good times, oh. you know, all of the Norman Lear shows. Oh. Well, that was, I mean, what an incredible beginning. So yeah. then as people in that, there were only three of us in that department. So then the first person that left was the laugh guy. So then I became the laugh guy for a year. Uh, and then the next year, the mixer left. So then I became the mixer. So that was like very, you know, right place, right time. Right. You know, I mean, you could have the most amazing qualities as a mixer, but if you aren't in the right place or if you don't know how to get mm-hmm. in there, it's, it's, I don't know how I would tell anybody to even pursue that really. Right. 
Right. It was uh, it was an incredible. You think about my very first experience in Hollywood was working with Norman Lear and his his shows. I mean, does it get much better than that? No, no. It's some of the yeah. best shows ever in the history of television, right mm-hmm. there. So yeah, yeah amazing, absolutely oh. groundbreaking. Yeah, you know, and then go to rap parties, and I would talk to him and just tell mm. him how much it meant to me. You know, I remember telling Carol Connor how much how much I loved his character and loved him. And he was just like, Oh, sweetie. And like kind of patted my face just like crazy. And going to a one day at a time rap party when Valerie and Eddie were just dating, they had just started. Really? And it was so cute. Cause they're like holding hands. They're like kind of walking around. He had on a powder blue tuxedo with like a ruffled shirt. You know, I mean, just he's Eddie Van Halen. He can wear whatever he wants. I know, but it was, you know, it was just so (laughs) sweet. Just watching them together. Everybody, nobody, you know, bothered them, but everybody was just like, oh, that's so cute. Uh, So, yeah, it was uh, a great beginning. And I still work. There's one producer, actually, the one day at a time producer, Patricia Palmer. Yeah, I still I still work with her. I did (sighs) one day at a time was a reboot. Uh, that we just finished. Then I did uh, another series earlier last year called How We Roll uh, mm-hmm. with Pete Holmes, mm-hmm. who is the guy that plays the Batman in the Batman stuff. So it's kind oh, of okay. like, oh. full, full circle. circle. Full yeah. circle. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, she and I have lunch together frequently and we've known each other since 1977. Oh my when gosh. I was, old, I was only two though. When I started. <laughs> right, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> they, they made special allowances for child labor. with yeah. <laughs> You have worked on so many shows on TV I from have. Seinfeld to Punky Brewster to news radio to Motown 40 to just shoot me. Did you ever think you would be here 30 years later talking about boy meets world and no. What are your feelings about boy and girl meets world now? Um, let's see. First of all, those lists that you that you laid off that you that I only did a couple of episodes of Seinfeld. I did the pilot of News Radio, not the series. And there's mm. one more that you great said. Great pilot, that, though. Great. Yeah, pilot. yeah, yeah. That was that was crazy yeah. though. Great. Pilot. Um, there, then there's one more that you mentioned that I only worked on a couple. So I just want to clear that up. So right. in case give, people give, think you did all of them, give, give those mixers their props because they deserve it. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I would not, I I couldn't even have imagined when I was in San Diego working at a recording studio, you know, I just wanted to make more than a dollar 75 an hour, (laughs) you know, and, and then I thought, you know, well, the only way I'm going to make any money at this is I got to get up to LA. So I got up to LA and then my career just, you know, just took off. And for me to think now, uh, in 2027, I will have been here 50 years. Wow. Man. And that's, that's my, I'm holding out for 2027 before I say, okay, I'm going to cut back a little bit, you know, because <laughs> I've always wanted, that's just been a goal of mine to say, I did this for 50 years. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, you know, so uh, I look back so fondly on, on girl and boy, um, you know, the people we've lost, like Arlene Grayson, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which was horrible. Ray, yeah. Yeah. Just recently, Matt Nelson. I know. I mean, these are all people I loved. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there, you know, Michael has his posse that comes with him to everything. Mm-hmm. And so the posse <laughs> would come in and, uh, you know, I just, those sessions were just the highlight of my week. And I'll tell you something else. My mom died in 1992. 
And all of the show, shows I was working on, I'll sent flowers. She, they, my parents were in Missouri. Um, and so boy sent flowers. But then Michael told Karen McCain, who took Arlene's place, uh, that he wanted to send me flowers. And so he sent me a mm. dozen white roses. Aww. Just in sympathy for having lost my mom. It had right. nothing to do with that. It was just for me. Wow. And it was just like the most... And that was from when you were on Almost Home, because if your mom died in 92, boy didn't start until 93. So really? So then, yeah, okay, then that's when it was. You're right. Yeah, Almost, so home. Almost Home. And that's the first thing you had ever worked with him on. So it's not even like he did that because, <clears throat> well, she's been a part of my team for yeah. years and years. That was no, just, just something cared. he just right. cared. Yeah. So I totally lied about the rest of that. I can't remember. <laughs> I remember. Wait, who are you again? No, I remember. I remember uh, in my own way. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and whether it's, I always tell the people just, you know, get the gist of what I'm saying, not the details. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to go to lunch sometime because I want to hear those news radio stories. Oh, I would pilot. love to go. I would love to go. <laughs> I want to hear would... those. That was one of my favorite shows. So I would. And then I worked with that whole crew right after Boy Meets World. So. Oh, did you? Um, on, the, yeah, on the show? So- uh, yeah, we show? did. We did a show with that. I did a show with Andy Dick, and every was was oh, not a good show called him. Go Fish. No. But it was the whole oh. the, a lot of the crew coming off of news radio. So yeah, I would love to to hear some of that stuff. Yeah, you know, it was challenging. It was challenging, yeah. <laughs> and mostly love TV, because love of, TV lore like that. Mostly because of the technology. If we had had what we have now with Pro Tools, it would have been so much easier. But this is sure. Everything's being played back on tape. Well, if you want to move something, you know, five frames earlier, got to copy it, copy it off from the tape to another wow. tape, then nice. move the tape five frames, and then Jeez. put that back on it. I mean, tell- so cool. Pro-, though. Pro Tools changed everybody's lives yeah. for the better, definitely. Yeah. Well, Tamara, we can't thank you enough for being here and sharing oh. your time with us. You were a, an absolutely wonderful guest. Thank oh, you for educating you. not just our dear listeners, but, but all us. of us. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. on what goes into your job. And thank you for all the years and, and uh, dedication you put into bo- making Boy Meets oh. World and Girl Meets World yeah. as special My as pleasure. they were. So. My pleasure. Don't we need like grandchild meets world? Yeah. yeah. You never know. <laughs> you just know, old man meets world. I'd like, I'd like a contact for Jack the Laugh Guy, please. I want to yes. talk more to Jack. Okay. Okay. All right. I can can get that. I don't know if he would, if he would come on. Jack may refuse to talk to us. I want to hear that guy's answering machine. They're very, (laughs) it's nothing. Hi, this is Jack. Leave a message. Okay. That's okay. Uh, But, um, you know, I mean, I don't, I think everybody knows now that shows are left. You know, yeah. The, oh yeah, right. But you know, twenty years ago, it was sort of was like, oh no, we don't. Oh, oh no. And I have worked with producers that they shoot in front of a live audience, but if that joke didn't get a laugh, he's like, they're not going to put it in. Didn't didn't oh, get yeah. a laugh. Nope. Don't put anything in there. No. And then in that case, he uses the laugh guy to smooth edits. Mm-hmm. Mostly, you know, like you know, this has applause, and then we cut, and it cuts off. So we need to smooth that. And uh, you know, so there are those with integrity. That say nope, we didn't earn it, so we're right. not doing it. We're not doing that one. Yeah, but I will tell him. I will. All right, I'll tell, tell Jack him you we're looking to. for him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much All for right, being here with us. So good to Thank see you. you. Great to see you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. 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 We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while 
authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. I can't believe that. So no wonder we don't have super vivid memories of her, even though she worked on every single episode. Because That's completely different she location. She was never yeah, on set. Yeah, yeah, it's always said, I mean, Post was, Post was a mystery, especially with multicamera. I knew nothing about multicamera Post until I was directing Girl. That was when I finally like went to editing sessions. And I was like, because, you know, we would actually a lot of our editing was kind of done on the fly. Yeah. Um, they would be cutting between cameras for the live studio audience. And then often that would be the edit. Like it wouldn't change that much. And it wasn't, I mean, or at least I thought so until I directed. And then you get in there and you're like, no, I want to cut to this camera. I want to mm-hmm. cut to that camera, you know, and you have that creative input. Um, yeah. But like post for as actors, you never know what post production no. is like. And I love that stuff. I love the little minutia of, 
you know, no. the idea that she's t- getting the recording of a regular payphone and get, I mean, that stuff. I know. Just, I or that she went to a day. prop house and got a pistol and then in her own place is just waving it's it just around. Waving it around. Just, I mean, that's, I could talk about that stuff all no, day me long. too, man. I I, Foley stuff. in particular is like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I just, I, I love watching Foley sessions. I, yeah. I would, yeah, I would totally like another job in Hollywood that would, that I would kill to have is like just being a Foley artist. Would be yeah. So much. Fun. So cool. So yeah, so I love great. that stuff. Well, thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch. Lip flap merch. Ah, you found a way to do it. That's right. com. Ugh, the amount, how many times do you think we've heard it? 15 and just this It's part of, the, part of the lexicon. We say it all the time. No, Sorry. thank you. Hard pass. <laughs> Will, send us out. Don't do it again. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Lip flaps. Oh, I knew it. I should have given it to Ryder. What was I thinking? I would have done it too. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. And you can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college... He ditched the Cocoa Puffs and downed some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.